I was unhealthy as a child. Tonsil issues, tubes in my ears, I had three tumors cut out of my neck. I started to get a hold of some of these principles and I started to see my own health transform. Today's lifestyles, the byproduct is bad health. We have as much stress in a week as people in the 70s had in a whole year. Oh wow. A more sedentary, sitting lifestyle. We're eating processed foods, packaged foods. $242 billion. Staggering. You know, of our taxpayer money going towards the healthcare system. Let's switch the paradigm and let's start rewarding Canadians for taking care of themselves. Get rid of empty carbohydrates. They give your body a lot of energy, but they don't support the other processes of life in the body. Getting the spine moving is a great way to break the stress response. Deep breathing, exaggerated deep breath, getting your kids off technology. We got to get our priorities straight. Amazing, brilliant on so many levels, Dr. Matt. I can't believe Welcome back to the show. If you have a body, today's show applies to you. We are talking about the physical health and well-being of Canadians. On this topic in Canada, there is good news and bad. Due to advances in medical science, we are living longer than any generation ever has. This means more time with family, loved ones, and more years to contribute to building a great society for future generations. However, even though we are living longer, we aren't necessarily living better. Reports show that the end of life stages filled with more degenerative disease than ever before. With these increased medical needs of Canadians, there's also increased spending. The Canadian Institute for Health Information reported that nationally, we were expected to spend approximately $242 billion on health care in 2017 alone. This breaks down to about $6,604 per Canadian and was a spending increase of about 4% over the year prior. Healthcare is the single largest budget item for every single province in Canada, ranging from 34.3% of the budget in Quebec to 43.2% of the budget in Ontario. And in Ontario, about 10% of that overall budget went to the last year of life care. Experts are starting to question whether or not this is sustainable. It's not all bad news though. The leading causes of death in Canada are cancer and heart disease. However, the good news is that according to research, 90 to 95% of cancer is preventable and 80% of heart disease is preventable based on lifestyle choices. In addition, Canadians living with diabetes has almost doubled from 6% in 2000 to 10% in 2011. In this mix is type 2 diabetes, which is linked to unhealthy diets, low physical activity, higher rates of obesity, and being overweight. That means that type 2 diabetes is preventable. Studies show that kids are unhealthier and less active than ever before with 90% of children and youth not meeting Canadian physical activity guidelines. The good news is that with an old-fashioned ball and a little bit of fresh air, that's actually not that hard to change. The tendency may be to look to governments to solve Canada's health issues and expect them to spend even more money sending future generations even deeper into debt. The reality, though, is that on this issue, every single one of us is perhaps a lot more powerful than we realize. As each one of us gets healthier, Canada gets healthier, and we have a stronger legacy to pass on to future generations.
Today on the show, we have one of Canada's best to help us unpack this subject. Dr. Matthew Tonos is the founder of New Life Chiropractic in Grimsby, Ontario, and is a health and wellness expert. In addition to being an accomplished doctor, he does personal coaching and conducts corporate seminars mentoring people on how to develop lifestyle habits that lead to health and vibrant longevity in life. I'm really looking forward to introducing him to you and to the conversation because there is so much to learn here. So let's get to it. I'm Dr. Matt Tonus, a health and wellness expert. Today I want to share with you some inspirational and motivational information about becoming the healthiest people that you can become. The reason I'm passionate about what I do is because every single day I feel like I get to wake up and help this world become a better place. You know, you don't have to go far. I can look out the windows of my house and see that the world is getting sicker. You know, there's more people who are overweight, there's more stressed out people, there's more people eating unhealthy foods. And it's not that these people are consciously choosing to be unhealthy, but it's that they don't have the knowledge or the right direction in order to be able to live and express greater health. You know, my mission, part of what really fuels me to get out of bed every morning is to help get people to engage in their health proactively to get people to start to think about the greatest asset that they have in their life, which is their health. We're all grown adults in the work environment, but take the time to get to know the other person. And I think by bringing someone from the outside, like Dr. Matt, into an organization, he puts us all at ease and on an equal playing field. So regardless of your position in an organization, it's like, wow, we just had the greatest eye-opening uh, experience when he came in to speak to us. I think that for the most part people are not managing their stress levels to the best that they can just because they're so busy and they need to stop and analyze and take a breath and just see what, what can I do differently to lead a, a healthier, happier life. I feel much more energetic and I do not have back pain or shoulder pain or headaches and um, I know that if I am coming into a period of stress. I just visit him and he does what he does and I feel much better after. I ask Dr. Matt all the time, can I just bring people in to listen to you speak for an hour? Um, just, just hearing him as a speaker is amazing. Like uh, that, that one hour session, that it's a basically a motivational session where he comes in and talks to people and explains the body and explains um, what's going on in the world that people don't really get, like how doctors are just giving prescription medicines, the instant fix, and he's, he's just explaining that life isn't an instant fix. I just understand the body better and how I heal myself. And also I've been a lot more relaxed too. We need to check our facts when it comes to the advancements of health in our society. Right now we live in a country that has more knowledge more science and more advancement when it comes to healthcare than it's ever had in history, yet we're sicker than we've ever been. This doesn't line up. We have to check what's going on. I care so much about coming into your workplace because I have seen through and through the global impacts that health have on society. The biggest thing that I wanna be able to do is see an entire community, an entire region, elevate their level of health 
Why? Because I know that people are capable of so much more. We can do this thing together. We can be healthier together. It's gonna benefit all of our society as a whole, and we're all gonna be able to reap the rewards of doing this thing together. For being here today, have a my, seat. My pleasure, thank oh, you. This is so exciting, and uh, I have to admit, I've embracing myself to be like convicted. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm taking notes, my takeaways for this. Don't show. worry, because it really is uh, a, an important, important topic for Canadians. Yeah. And I, uh, right off the bat, want to just say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. You know, you are such an accomplished individual, one of the most successful chiropractic practices in all of Canada, uh, health and wellness experts. You know, you're Thanks, counseling Faitine. individuals and corporate. Sure. So you're a busy guy. Yeah. So thanks for being here. It's a pleasure, Faitine. Thanks for having me. Well, I would love to hear a little bit of your backstory because you could have stopped at the chiropractic piece, right. but you moved into this health and wellness focus for a reason. What was that about for you? Um, for me, Faitine, it started when I was young. I was unhealthy as a child. Tonsil issues, tubes in my ears, um, sinus surgery because of headaches. By the time I was 19, I had been living on antibiotics. I had three tumors cut out of my neck. Uh, about nine inches of lymph nodes. And then what happened, Faitine, is I started to get a hold of some of these principles that, that uh, we'll talk about today, and I started to see my own health transform. And I became a chiropractor. And then I think the next big piece, Faitine, is I had kids of my own, right? So I have four kids. My daughter's 13 now, right? My youngest is six. And I started to look at the landscape with respect to health in Canada, what they're going to be walking into uh, as children. And I just began to realize there's got to be a better way. Yeah. There is a better way. I knew there was a better way. Yeah, and let's talk about that for a second, because some of those stats in the intro there are yeah. just stunning, but, you know, strangely encouraging, right? Because 90 to 95% of cancer being preventable like that's a that's a great indicator of sure. how much opportunity for change there is here on this topic and yeah. so what are you seeing though in your every in your practice every day like in terms of the lifestyle of Canadians and how we can kind of move that percentile yeah so the biggest thing that I would say Faitine is not because people are deliberately choosing bad health but today's lifestyles are consequentially the byproduct is bad health, mm -hmm. right? We're further and further removed from where we should be with regards to the way we were created and designed to be living. So and some quick examples, sure. like processed food, um, yeah. sitting on our, our chairs all day, working yeah. at computers, is that kind of what you're referring to? Perfect, right? So stress levels are through the roof. Right? We have got uh, a more sedentary sitting lifestyle than we've ever had. Starting at the age of four, most four-year-olds can sideswipe their parents' iPhone and, and literally spend hours on there if we let them. Right? Um, we have uh, less participation in high school physical education than we've ever had before. And then as adults, our lifestyles are so busy, so we're not preparing proper foods anymore. We're eating processed foods, packaged foods, on the go. So between foods, um, movement patterns, stress levels, all of these things that permeate, you know, from, from birth to death, we're, we're struggling lifestyle-wise. So how do those types of lifestyle choices, how do those practically play out in a person's health? Yeah, so, uh, uh, you know, my, my grandma, for example, Fatine, could finish this statement of move it or 
lose it. it, right? You know, or you are what you eat. eat, right? So you don't need, you know, 24 years of health study like I have to be able to get to this point to understand that, you know, the body was created. God created the body to be able to sort of live under certain laws and health principles that have been around from the beginning of the time uh, till now that are still true to this day. Mm -hmm. And so practically what happens, I think, is, is that the, the average person right now isn't consciously aware that we have to support our health just like we're aware we have to support our teeth we have to brush and floss them otherwise the consequence is going to be premature decay mm -hmm. right based on today's world of acidic foods and all the rest of it if we take that same principle and we apply that to the body we can begin to increase not only longevity but even if it's not a longevity thing fatine how about quality, quality of life right how about yeah. those years being excellent yeah if i am what i eat i don't want to be a cheeto <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's talk about um, investment, you know, financial sure. investment. You know, when you look at this, that, that number, $242 billion, Staggering, you right. know, of our taxpayer money going towards the health care system. And most of that is going towards treatment, yes. right? Not mitigation. Yeah. And yet, if you talk to the average Canadian and say, would I rather have really good treatment of a disease mm -hmm. or would I rather never have had that disease in the first place? You know, every single one of us would be like, I don't want the disease in the first place, right? Yeah. And so, is there anything you can add to that conversation about how what we can do practically to mitigate give us one or two things before we break to a clip here yeah so um, practically if we were to think about prevention of these major diseases like cancer and heart disease probably the most practical application step from a nutrition perspective would be to get rid of empty carbohydrates right those sugars that don't have a lot of nutrient density that so I really got to lose the Cheetos <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're contributing to uh, inflammation in the body which then leads oh. to uh, heart disease they're contributing to feeding cancers in the body dr. Gerald Crystal one of Canada's leading cancer researchers sat down with Jane McDougall from the National Post and he said like listen we got to get the sugar out we know that this is a major contributor to cancer we know it causes heart disease we know it affects brain chemistry and focus in kids, right? I mean, you know, we're, we're not going to give our kids a bag of candy when we're trying to get them to focus on something. So we know that there's a, a, a massive breakdown nutritionally there. There's lots of things, but that's probably probably the biggest step we could do is to get rid of the uh, the empty carbohydrates in our, in our society right now. Uh, from a, a movement and an exercise perspective, I would use that word. There's no actual deliberate exercise routine we just need to get moving again okay. right okay right on i brought a bought a gas free lawnmower just for that purpose nice. i'm mowing it with my muscles good job summer. Good start. <laughs> no, that's my thing yeah. wow that's great so getting rid of empty carbohydrates get ourselves moving we're going to cut to a clip right now sure. but in a moment i want to come back talk about how we can get our kids healthier sure. and some of the lifestyle choices we can continue to make and what we can do as a nation mm. to encourage healthy living so great. we'll be right back with dr matt okay 10 simple tips to better health Number 10, make sure you're taking preventative steps for your health instead of reactionary steps. Bad habits will catch up with you. Number nine, eat healthier foods. This includes vegetables, fruits, and better meats, such as poultry or fish. And don't forget to drink lots of water. Number eight, regular exercise is essential for long-term health. It doesn't have to be a marathon. It could just be a simple walk. Number seven, getting adequate amounts of sleep 
has been shown to help regulate stress, metabolism, and even improve memory. Number six, find ways to reduce stress in your life. Stress causes a lot of physical and emotional strain. Number five, don't over-medicate, but allow time for your body to create the natural defenses it needs. Your body will be sure to heal itself. Number four, take care of your spine. Bad posture could have a multitude of negative consequences down the road. Make sure to regularly stretch and move around. Number three, take intentional days of rest. A great tip to longevity is to not live your life to extremes, but to take time to rejuvenate. Number two, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12 verse two, replace old ways of thinking with the truth. Number one, make health a priority in your life. You know, I'm finding this so interesting. So let's continue to talk about how, what we as average Canadians can do to just increase our health and longevity. Sure. So give us another couple things. Well, the whole, the whole thing, Fatine, is, is coming into alignment with the idea that your body is created to heal, mm -hmm. right? As mm -hmm. opposed to this thought process that life after 40 is all downhill. So the more <laughs> you can do there, Fatine, to support your health and to be able to work with your creation, the better you're going to be. So think about the major things in our life that interfere with that. So, you know, silently the epidemic right now that affects adults the most is stress mm. right that just non-stop go 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 some statistics I've seen say that we have as much stress in a year as people had in the 70s um, sorry we have as much in a week as people in the 70s had in a whole year oh, wow um, and so we really want to be able to take breaks have um, limitations on our is life thing as called the, Sabbath that the Bible talks 100%, about. hundred <laughs> percent right and so to be able to have that Sabbath even on a daily basis uh, some of the things we can do just to break the stress response in the body would be very simply deep breathing exaggerated deep breath helps to take the body out of what's called the fight-or-flight response that we're in and bring it back into a healing response so as adults just in the workplace getting the spine moving is a great way to break the stress response so you now you see people sitting at work on those gym balls a lot of time at their desk those are great when they're used to get the body having more and more movement we've got sit stand desks right that people can go from sitting to standing you University of Toronto pioneered a ton of research about the detrimental effects of sitting. So getting our bodies moving more and more frequently in large varieties and different types of ways. When it comes to kids, Fatine, if you want to help your kids, the two biggest things that I struggle with as a parent, and I know that if I'm struggling with it, all parents are struggling with it, is number one, getting your kids off technology right you know as parents we love it because it occupies them and gives us some time to be able to do some things but it is very very detrimental it activates some of the addiction centers in the brain it causes there to be focus issues kids are having trouble sleeping uh, there's all kinds of issues that are associated with a lot of that handheld technology also back again to those empty carbohydrates fatine an empty carbohydrate is a carbohydrate that has very little nutrient with it mm -hmm. right so if you eat a strawberry you get a little bit of carbohydrate but a lot of other great vitamins in there that go with that right an empty carbohydrate would be something that has a lot of sugar right like the sugar so people example. people put white sugar into their coffee right that white sugar is a ton of carbohydrate 
but almost no nutrient value. And why are empty carbohydrates so bad? Well, basically what happens is, is they give your body a lot of energy, but they don't support the other processes of life in the body. And it's healing. the vitamins. Yeah, it's the healing, the minerals, the nutrients that we need for the healing, as opposed to just purely the energy supply. Mm -hmm. And so that's why that's well, so bread. bad there. Yeah, so bread, again, it's, it's, it's so different now than what bread used, used to, to be. be, right? People say to me all the time, well, in the Bible, they ate bread. There's references to it. I agree 100%. If we can get our hands on the type of that bread kind. from back then, I'm, I'm pretty okay with it, right? Yeah. But today, it's a different story, right? You wow. know, bread today is not the same as it was back then. So let's talk about vitamins. Sure. Yeah. Um, so in, in terms of that, there's, there's probably a need for the average Canadian now to be using vitamins to some extent because of so much of the dysfunction in these other areas, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. people on chronic stress cycles, living on coffee, are fatiguing and burning out certain organ systems in their bodies. So we might need to support that with some vitamins. Mm -hmm. If we went back, though, to the days of Little House on the Prairie Fatine, we probably wouldn't need it right? Okay. Our, our soils are super nutrient dense. Our foods are really nutrient dense. Our lifestyles aren't as crazy as they are right now. Okay. So I think in a perfect world, we probably didn't need all that stuff. But now <laughs> today, if we're going to run the, the race we're going to run today, yeah. we probably need some support that okay. way. Okay. You know, one of the things that, that I hear people say a lot, especially like, I think about my husband and I, you yeah. know, we're middle class, we got two little ones. And, you know, when I go to the store and I make healthy choices, so I buy my gluten-free bread, I buy my range-free, Mm. or cage-free eggs Good and for you. you know yeah. all you know I, I make those choices are a little bit more it adds up sure you know when we go to the health food store and buy vitamins it can be $150 just like in one little shot that gets you kind of through a month yeah and a lot of people I think shy back from that just purely because they don't have the money yeah what would you say to that obstacle so a couple things. Number one there would be if we get back to some of the fundamentals of good stewardship, we will need some of those vitamins less, right? So you might not need the full amount that you need now if we have other things in place like movement and good nutrition choices and that type mm -hmm. of thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, when it comes back to, say, just the groceries and the food choices there, uh, what we're finding is, is that when people are eating those healthier foods, they're not using the quantities that they would normally of the of the empty types of foods right, right? okay so if you were to eat a, a healthy chicken breast compared to an unhealthy one your body's going to get more out of that right and you'll actually likely consume less so that's one issue the other thing for 18 which is a hard topic to get with people is we got to get our priorities straight okay we really do right like I mean I'll have this conversation often with people as they're pulling out the latest model of their mobile phone and their you know $120 data plan that they're flying through every month right <laughs> yeah. but yet we're complaining about what we need to spend on our health which is really where we should be willing to spend Wow. Time is just zooting by here. It's yeah. moving, speaking of movement. Yeah. But I want to talk about priorities even for our government. Yes. Right? Because th this all works so much better. Because if, if Canadians get healthy, yes. you know, I'm just looking at that $242 billion that we spend on health every year. And what if we could even just cut that down by $50 billion, you know, and give some of that money <sighs> to our vets, give some of that money to moms who need support in crisis mm -hmm. pregnancy scenarios or the poor or whatever. Sure. Uh, what would you say to our government leaders on this topic, Dr. Matt? Is let's switch the paradigm and let's start rewarding Canadians for taking care of themselves 
as opposed to rewarding them for neglecting their health, right? right? So an example would be... And rewarding the pharmaceutical companies who are going to be supplementing those issues. Another topic for uh, another day. Another day. Me, right? <laughs> another topic. But, but really, I could neglect my health my whole life, and the government will bail me out, right, with a lot of money to get me through things like bypass surgeries or cancer care or you know whatever it might be hip replacements mm -hmm. you know whatever it is but yet i have no incentive on the front end to take care of myself right to spend a little more on groceries right, right. could i submit my register receipt and get a little bit of a of a uh, incentive for buying all that produce mm -hmm. or could i get a bit of my gym membership reimbursed to me these are all things that if we start to reward on the front end from a policy perspective yeah. i think the back end for would sure. be a lot less expensive Huge. and we would be actually having a great life rather than just trying to bail people out of a ditch. Amazing, brilliant on so many levels, Dr. Matt. I can't believe our time is already I gone. Know. And so, yeah. uh, so let's apply all of those things that Dr. Matt uh, gave to us. How can people find out more about you and, and get more information? Um, I've got a, a website. It's um, www.meetdrmatt.com. You can connect with me through there. You can email me, um, whatever it, it might be, Fateen. We love to be able to get this message out to people, right? Mm -hmm. Corporate speaking events, yeah. uh, all kinds of different stuff. Churches, we, we love to be able to share You'll as speak much to as churches on this. That's Absolutely. Yeah. Epic. Wow. Well, let's check out Dr. Matt. Let's get healthy Canada. Let's apply these principles and let's encourage our federal and provincial leaders to make health a priority, not just managing disease, right. but preventing it in practical ways. Mm. Thank you for being here with us today. You're welcome. Thank you for your team. It's easy to point out the problems around us. We want to be people that find solutions. We want to build a better Canada for the future. I want to build a better Canada for the future. We want to build a better Canada for the future. Join with us at the Canada Summit for National Progress to hear leading national voices explain some of Canada's biggest challenges and therefore biggest opportunities. We will also dream and strategize to find solutions, network together, hear inspiring keynote addresses, and eat great food. This is a set-apart time to dream with heaven for the future of our nation. Join with us at the Canada Summit, Grimsby, Ontario, August 17th and 18th. Registration and information at canadasummit.ca. We hope you can join with us. Thank you so much for joining us for today's show on health and wellness in Canada. If you feel this topic and others that we've been tackling are important ones to be discussing as a nation, I want to invite you to join with us in two simple ways. The first is to check out our YouTube page and subscribe to our channel. Share the shows in full or in segment form with your friends and stand with us in this cause. When you subscribe, you will be the first to know when a new show is posted and you will also be helping us to monetize the program at no personal cost to you. So easy. And also, when you share the videos, you are helping us amplify these messages. You know, one person is a voice, but together we can be a force for good in Canada. Number two, I want to invite you to partner with us financially so that we can keep at it. I want to be vulnerable with you here and let you know that for the first 18 shows, we stepped out of the boat and have been absorbing a $20,000 a month deficit to purchase the airtime that enables us to come to you every single week. Some of you might not know this, but in Canada, Christian programs actually have to pay to be on TV, where secular shows get paid. You know, the cards are stacked against us, but we believe in these messages and genuinely love our nation. And so we are determined to keep at it as long as we can. 
However, we really do need your help. If only 400 Canadians out there would sign up to partner with us for $50 or more a month, we would be able to easily deal with that deficit and keep at it for you. You can sign up to partner or give a one-time donation by going to fateen.tv. If you do sign up to partner monthly for $50 or more, we want to sew into you before you sew into us by sending you a free copy of the amazing One Dominion book produced by Bible League Canada that talks about our rich Christian heritage as a nation. Thank you for your consideration and thank you so much for being with us today. When you partner with us, not only are you partnering with a television show that is talking to Canadians about important issues from a unique perspective, but you are also partnering with national prayer initiatives, equipping events, assistance and outreaches to the poor, rescuing women from the sex trade, and child sponsorship in several third world nations. Thank you so much for your support. It really makes a difference.